When I was first ordained back in 1985, I remember a man coming up to me one day after a Sunday Mass, carrying his two children, had one child in each arm. The oldest was four years old, the other was two. The man said to me, you know, Father Ray, when I came up to you to receive communion today, my four-year-old son wanted to know if he could say hi to Jesus. I told him no. I said, wow. You mean your son already understands that what I give out at communion time is really the body and blood of Jesus Christ? He used to say I was impressed. But the father replied, Oh no, Father Ray, you don't understand. My son said that because he thinks that you look like Jesus. <laughs> so much for my brilliant deductions. Naturally, it is extremely difficult for any child of four to recognize the Lord's presence in the Blessed Sacrament. But of course, it's also difficult for the rest of us. Sadly, age does not necessarily increase the quality of our spiritual awareness and vision. And spiritual vision is what we need in order to be aware of the fact that the Eucharist is not a symbol, but is truly the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the Savior of the world. In a sense, you could say that we need to put on spiritual glasses if we want to be able to see Christ in the Blessed Sacrament. But those glasses, those spiritual glasses, are not easily acquired. Maybe part of the difficulty we have in recognizing the Lord's presence in this sacrament is that we don't expect the Almighty, we don't expect the Omniscient, we don't expect the Eternal God to be present in such a small, shall we say, package. As Mother Teresa once put it, how much smaller could he have made himself than a little piece of bread, the bread of life? How much more weak and helpless? The idea that Almighty God would give himself to human beings in this way can be difficult to grasp, it can be difficult to understand. But we're not the only ones in history who've had this problem. The crowd that Jesus faced in the sixth chapter of God, John's Gospel, where today's Gospel reading is taken from, they also faced this difficulty. You know, I find it interesting that the crowd back then had no trouble whatsoever accepting the miracle of the loaves. That didn't challenge their faith at all. As we heard in last weekend's Gospel reading, after they ate the meal Jesus gave them, they were so happy, they were so ecstatic, they were ready to carry him off and make him a king. It's only when Jesus began to instruct them about heavenly food, that is to say the Holy Eucharist, it's only then that the trouble began. We see the conflict between our Lord and the crowd beginning to brew in today's, first, today's Gospel, today's reading. But it gets even worse in the later verses of St. John's Gospel, chapter 6. Our Lord first said to the crowd, I know why you want to see me again. It's because I gave you a good meal. I fed you with earthly food. I gave you a good meal of bread and fish. But now I want to tell you about another kind of food, another kind of bread, a heavenly kind of bread. Of course, this ha happened so often in our Lord's ministry, the crowd misunderstood Jesus completely. They thought he was going to give them a new kind of manna, akin to the kind the Hebrews got in the desert at the time of Moses. We heard about that in our first reading today. Except that this manna, this new manna, would never spoil. Well, the crowd thought that was a great idea. So they said to Jesus, Sir, give us this bread always. We want it. Jesus responded by setting them straight. He said, in effect, 
look, I'm not talking about the manna like Moses gave you in the desert. I'm talking about myself. I am the bread of life. That's when the trouble began. This was a truth that this particular crowd could not accept. That's clear from what we're told in the rest of John chapter 6. Finally, it got to the point where some of them said, this sort of talk is hard to endure. We can't take this. How can anybody take it seriously, this guy is saying to us? And many walked away from Jesus at that point, even some who had been previously his loyal followers. They walked away. His apostles didn't, but most of the others did. There's an old hymn that has the line in it, Look beyond the bread you eat. See your Savior and your Lord. That's the challenge of faith that faces each and every one of us. It's the challenge to recognize the presence of Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Holy Eucharist. And it is possible to do. You know, when I brought communion to my grandmother in the later years of her life, she would always say to me before I left the house, Thank you, Raymond, for bringing God to me. Not thank you, Raymond, for bringing the bread to me. Not thank you, Raymond, for bringing the host to me. But rather, thank you, Raymond, for bringing God to me. My grandmother was a woman who had a very simple but a very deep faith. My grandmother was a woman whose spiritual vision was 2020, especially when it came to the Holy Eucharist. Let's pray today at this Mass that our spiritual vision will be the same.